Beings are numberless. Those words open our awareness to the billions of people living on this spinning globe. The many forms of unhappiness, pain and distress in the world. I vow to free them. From what? from my delusions, which are numberless. The one person that we can free from delusion is ourselves, and that's not easy work. But as we do that, we free everyone else. The Buddha taught the four foundations of mindfulness for 45 years. We could call them the four foundations of awakening. We could call them the four ways to see through the confusion. That continually creates dissatisfaction and unhappiness. beginning with the body, which when we arise in the morning stumbles around. Because mind has been off dreaming. Our body has been resting. Now we bring them together full awareness. In the body. It's so easy to ignore the body and become a walking head, a walking bundle of thoughts with appendages to move it around and feed it. bringing body and mind together with full awareness, beginning at the 
bottom of this field of sensation that we call my body, beginning with the toes, full awareness in the toes, perhaps wiggling them a bit so we can bring our attention to them. The sensations we call toes, perhaps warmth, coolness, touch sensations, soft or firmer pressure, opening the light of awareness to the foot, the top of the foot, the bottom of the foot. How do we know that there is something we call the top of the foot and the bottom of the foot if we can't see it? Are the sensations different in one area and another of the foot? Be curious. Moving the light of awareness to the ankles. To the lower legs. And to the area in this field of awareness that we call my body. To the area we call knees. How do we know that there are knees? How do knees feel different from thighs? Are there genuine differences in sensations? or thoughts creeping in. Moving the light of awareness to the buttocks, the hips. Perhaps stronger sensations of pressure where our body contacts the seat but bringing closer scrutiny to our bottom and the seat. Where does our bottom end and the seat begin? Is there a clear boundary? And moving our awareness up to the pelvis, the bowl of the pelvis. The bladder, 
resting in that bowl. How do we know that there is a bladder if we have never seen it? What are the sensations we put together and call my bladder? Moving the light of awareness up to the abdomen. We know from pictures that there are intestines coiled in the abdomen, large and small. What direct evidence do we have that there are intestines? Sensations of sound, movement, pressure. What's the raw data that tells us there are intestines? inside this belly. Is it all our imagination? And then moving to organs that are even more mysterious which we've never seen, the liver, on the right side under the rib cage, the pancreas in the middle, the spleen on the left, tucked under the rib cage, and then room for the stomach. Do we have any direct evidence that those organs are there? And moving up to the chest. How do we know that there are lungs and a heart inside that protective cage of ribs? How do we know that there are ribs? Movement. Perhaps a sensation we call pulse. Moving up to the shoulders. This area in this field of sensation that we call my shoulders.
How are those sensations different from the sensations in the area we call my feet? Warmth, coolness, movement, pressure. What are the sensations that we glue together and call my shoulders? Moving down the arms, upper arms, elbows, lower arms, wrists, hands, fingers. How are the sensations different in the area of sensation? that we call my body, how are they different? When we bring the light of awareness to the area we call my hands, is there more warmth, more tingling than in the upper arms? And bringing awareness to the back of the neck. The ears. How do we know that there are ears if we can't see them? Are the ears just areas of sensation floating in space? Do they exist at all when we're not paying attention to them? Then bringing awareness to all the parts of the area of sensation we call my face. The jaw, the lips, the teeth, the tongue. How do we differentiate lips and teeth and tongue? If we move deeper into pure sensation, touch, tingling, warmth, coolness, how do we differentiate between the area we call my lips and my teeth and my tongue? especially if we aren't moving them.
Then moving the light aware of awareness to the area we call nose. If we can't see it, how do we know that there is a nose? And then the eyes. Are there sensations of touch? Movement? Are there sensations that we interpret as a round globe? Eyebrows, how do we know there are eyebrows? And moving up to the scalp and the hair. Again, if we can't see our hair, how do we know there's hair? Then opening our awareness to the entire field of what we call my body. The entire field of touch. Is that touch continuous or is it touch, 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 touch? Temperature, are there areas within that field we call my body that are warmer or cooler? Are there areas where the tingling sensation of aliveness is stronger? Perhaps that part of the field we call my hands. did we decide that part of this field of sensation is at the top? And therefore my head. And another part is at the bottom, and therefore my feet. What if we flip the entire field of sensation upside down? What if we looked carefully at its edges? Are they solid? Are there edges?
The second of the four foundations of mindfulness is feelings as feelings. We usually interpret this to mean emotions. But emotions are a combination of feeling tone and thoughts and body sensations. So leaving emotions aside, let's look at feeling tone. Basic feeling tone, positive, negative, or neutral. Can we affect the feeling tone? For example, assessing the feeling tone, positive, negative, or neutral, that we begin the day with. Now bring into the mind's awareness someone that you, or could be an animal or person, that you simply love. Imagine them happy. Imagine that you come upon them. They can't see you, but you can see them. And you see that they're relaxed and happy. And then they turn and see you, and they smile. What happens to the feeling tone? Now letting that picture fade and bringing to mind the invasion of Ukraine. All of the young men who are dying what happens to the feeling tone?
what happens to the face, the body. Now imagine as clearly as you can that you get a message that you've won a million dollars. What happens to the feeling tone? Please be aware of the subtle changes in feeling tone depending upon the content in our mind. And that subtle change can affect our entire experience of life. Sit for a while with awareness of all of the sensations, the field of sensations we call my body. How far out does that field extend? And also aware of the feeling tone that colors our experience. And if you wish, you can play with the feeling tone. We are looking directly at the building blocks of what we call myself, my separate, lonely self. I invite you to return to the field of sensation that we call my body. Wrapping that entire field, opening that entire field from what we call top to bottom. Aware of all the touches, 
warmth, coolness, tingling, series of touches we call movement. And now bring in sight by imagining that you take this field of awareness, this field of sensations, in front of a mirror. And you open your eyes and you add color and form. And you look at different areas in this field of awareness of color and form. Areas that you call my hair, my face, my chest, my arms and hands. Moving down this field of color and form. My waist, my hips, my legs, my feet. Take away the my. And we have a field of sensation including color and form. What's the feeling tone? Positive, negative, or neutral. And then you hear a sound and you turn and you see another cluster of 
color and form, which seems to be moving towards you. We call this someone else. What's the feeling tone? What does it depend on? We're watching the construction of an individual, lonely, perhaps defective self, and the construction of other. And then if we bring in the three poisons, clinging or greed, I want this. I want this in this field of awareness. To be happy, I need this. I need this field of awareness that we call myself to change, to be different. We bring an awareness of aversion. There are parts of this field of awareness of touch, pressure, movement temp- temperature, color and form that I don't like, that I need to get rid of in order to be happy. The Buddha was clear that the source of suffering is clinging. I want this in order to be happy, or I want to get rid of this in order to be happy. And then if we apply this to this other field of sensation that came towards us, we call another person. Does clinging arise? Aversion arise? 
We're watching the origin of suffering. The Buddha said that the steps are sensation, then naming, feeling tongue, and then moving away from or towards or bringing in a whole story. Our practice asks us to watch that entire process from the bottom up, occurring over and over again, so that we can see the source of our suffering.